When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on? The Isles Meetups Pod, episode 16. And tonight we are joined by Brian Hernandez from Isles Meetups Chicago. Brian, what is going on, brother? Hey, uh, you know, just hanging out. Uh, excited for uh, our first reboot meetup. Heck yeah, um, man. Yeah. I'm loving the reverse retro. I'm loving the Chicago flag in the background. You're looking sharp. Love Thank it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. The flag is uh, really cool. Um, found a website that had the Chicago flag, but you could change the colors um, to whatever you wanted. So I pulled up the official hex colors from the Islanders and got this awesome thing made. That's so cool. We'll be, we'll be flying at uh, a bar or two uh, here in the city and the suburbs here pretty soon. Sweet. So you kind of hinted at it. Um, we did have to kind of rebrand a little bit the Isles Meetup Chicago group. Um, we started the Chicago group originally um, during the last playoff run when obviously Islander fans are super just <laughs> involved in the team and super just wanted to get out there and watch with other Islander fans. And then, you know, unfortunately, as happens with all sports you know we we did not make the playoffs last year and some of that excitement fizzles out and with that the original chicago group kind of fizzled out but then you reached out and you showed interest in starting it back up and i'm all for it especially <laughs> since jeff clutterbuck was telling us that you were actually making the drive from chicago <laughs> to milwaukee and we can't have you do that, man. That's way too far. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, I will still make that drive when I can um, because I owe everything that I, you know, all of this and my introduction to the group to, to Jeff and the, uh, the the Midwest Milwaukee group. Um, I just thought it was so cool. I don't even remember how, um, I don't even remember how I found it. It must have just been, you know, uh, scrolling on Twitter randomly and, uh, you know, with all the Islanders hashtags and, uh, but, um, yeah, so it was, it was Jeff that kind of introduced me and got me into it. And 
I was, uh, my brother and I were the first, uh, among the first, I think we were at the first uh, Islanders uh, Midwest meetup in Milwaukee and kept going to that um, every time I could. And then um, I, I noticed that there was a Chicago group and, you know, I was disappointed that I met that met, missed their first meetup. And then I didn't really hear anything about it. And then um, me and some friends, uh, my my family, my daughter, and uh, some friends went to the UC this year to see the Islanders uh, eventually win uh, against the Blackhawks. And I noticed there were a lot of fans. And I'm like, you know, what's going on with that uh, the meetup group? I feel like Chicago could uh, really, you know, there, there are fans here. Um, I remember when... Um, I remember when Bossy passed away, um, God rest his soul. Um, there was a, I remember walking to the train and there was a guy riding a bicycle with a Bossy jersey on. And I was like, there are more Islanders fans and like actual, like hardcore Islanders fans here than, than people think. Um, so after that game and thinking about all of that, I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's some opportunity here. Um, which is why I reached out, and I'm I feel incredibly lucky and blessed to uh, uh, have have gotten to take over such an awesome organization, and I'm I'm stoked for our first meetup. Yeah, and the, and the the really convenient thing is that we had like the logo ready and waiting for you, and <laughs> the convenient thing was that the original Chicago group kind of like I said fizzled out, and they never really even embraced the new logo that we had to have made because the original <laughs> logo had some copyright stuff that we had to fix up and clean up a little bit. So, uh, sure. We, we just had that done already <laughs> and it was just like perfect timing. And, um, I'm just so excited because like you mentioned, um, there's definitely a lot of New Yorkers that kind of pick up and move to Chicago. It's a big city. Um, it's already, definitely has a, a historic hockey team there and mm -hmm. i i think that islander fan especially since they travel so well that that's always a, a date that they circle just because of the history like and and why not go to chicago you know great food austin city like why not absolutely a road trip yeah no i no totally and and i gotta say like it's I mean, we talk about it all the time, but it's so awesome to have the support from the team and being able to, you know, especially as I've, you know, come into it, uh, you know, kind of relatively new um, to the meetup groups. It's been so awesome to say, hey, you know, we're, you know, uh, recognized and sponsored by the team and they send merch um, and, and check it out. Like, here's our logo and our logo is on display a prominent display at the the new arena um and it's a it's a huge selling point um to you know the 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 bars and, and places organizations restaurants that that i'm trying to partner with and, and i'm sure people have had the same experience but it's so nice to be able to say you know hey would you be interested in this opportunity and you know to highlight the support that we get from the team itself um is just awesome and uh it, it is a is a really big anchor point selling point um to places that um uh, places that want to be part part of the organization and be like our, our home base 
Yeah, and like you mentioned, you guys haven't even had your your first meetup after the rebrand, and your your logo is already up in UBS. So that's yeah. something that you know when I was first starting the the Isles meetups, like we had nothing, and like, <laughs> I was just like begging bars, like, "Hey, I I think people are gonna come. I, 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 I don't really know." But like that's something you can just show people. Like, look, <laughs> this is legit. Like, that's the logo. It's hanging up in the team's arena. So, just let us give us a chance. It's it's amazing, and just the support and the whole concept, and and how supportive the team is, and how connected they are. Um, it, it's awesome, but it's also unique it's a, it's unlike anything that i've ever seen in terms of any professional sports it's it's so cool that the the team wants to be so connected to the fan base in this way um i i think it it just speaks volumes about how the team feels about fans i think that's awesome absolutely the best organization in sports for sure <laughs> and speaking of the best we gotta tell everyone about our homies at oyster bay brewing company oh yeah Oh, can't can't tell you how awesome Oyster Bay is. You have a lot of great choices when it comes to great beer, and Oyster Bay Brewing Company provides the best Long Island has to offer. Oyster Bay Brewing Company is dedicated to producing the highest quality beer while staying true to their nautical history on the Gold Coast of Long Island. They are the creators of the renowned Barn Rocker Session Ale, available at 12 locations in the Islanders' brand new home, UBS Arena. And because Oyster Bay has increased distribution across the country, you can grab your Barn Rocker no matter which meetup group you are a part of. The Tap Room on 36 Audrey Avenue is open seven days a week with indoor and outdoor seating, so you can experience their smooth honey ale savory IPA, or gluten-free hard seltzers right in historic Oyster Bay. You can also shop online at OysterBayBrewing.com for curbside pickup, local delivery, or have your order shipped anywhere in the country. And if you use coupon code THPN at checkout, you get 15% off. Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. So I need to hear about your epic trip to Oyster Bay Brewing because I know a couple of weeks ago you made the journey to UBS and you did the whole Long Island experience. Oh yeah. So quickly tell me about that. Sure. Yeah. So um, the whole thing started uh, on uh, I think it was a Friday afternoon uh, here in Chicago. So I live in the, I actually live in Arlington Heights, which is one of the Northeast, uh, sorry, Northwestern suburbs. And, uh, my mother-in-law came by unexpectedly. <laughs> um, and, uh, anytime she comes over, I know that that means it's a uh, happy hour. So we, um, I was waiting for my wife to come home and I was waiting for her husband, my father-in-law to come home. And uh, we started, we started drinking cocktails. I'm kind of the family bartender. And um, we were discussing um, what to do for my father-in-law's birthday. So his birthday is um, in December and then there's Christmas. So he, we usually do some kind of big combined gift for him. 
um, a few years back, uh, the family got together and bought him a new, uh, a new car, a new, like $10,000 Mercedes for him to tool around in the summer. So, so we do like, we, we, he, he always gets some kind of combined present. We were sitting there talking about, well, what can we do for him this year? And, um, it just so happened that my brother-in-law, one of his sons was going to be in Manhattan, uh, on black Friday weekend. Um, and I was thinking about it and I said, Hey, you know what? Um, the bears play the jets in New York or technically New Jersey that weekend. Um, what about doing like a New York weekend for his birthday and we can get jets bears tickets. And she's like, that's great. And she knew somebody that worked for United and we got to hook up on tickets. And then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, Hmm, I wonder if the, uh, wonder if the Islanders play and I looked up the schedule again to double check and sure enough they played the Flyers on the Saturday before the game so I immediately bought tickets and said well we're doing this too <laughs> so we ended up flying out uh real early on Saturday uh rented a car and uh drove around Long Island we uh, my mom is from originally from Brooklyn. Her parents are from Brooklyn, and she grew up uh, in Nassau County in um, uh, White Plains, uh, Bethpage area. So uh, and my, my father-in-law is really into kind of like family history and seeing new things. So we drove around. We saw, you know, uh, my grandparents' house, the house my mom grew up in, uh, and then, you know, Bethpage High School. And then we drove up to Oyster Bay Brewing uh, because I wanted to check it out and have some barn rocker. And what's funny is that I had I had tweeted after I became the uh, new head of the Chicago Meetups group. I, I tweeted at the uh, official Oyster Bay account on Twitter and got to talk to Gabe, the owner. And I said, hey, uh, you know, I'll bring you a bottle of Chicago's own notorious liquor, Malort. <laughs> uh, would you would you trade that uh, if I brought that up there? Would you play the Illinois Fighting Illini uh, football game against Northwestern that day? And he got back to me and said, you know, absolutely. As long as we get the channel, we'd be happy to do it. Um, so we drove up there uh and has some 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 barn rocker and got to sample all the other delicious absolutely fantastic beers that uh oyster bay has and got to watch the illinois game and left a bottle of chicago's finest for him so i don't know if he's uh if they've they've had any or had the opportunity to try it yet but i'd be certainly interested to hear what they thought um and just had an awesome day driving around uh, Long Island and uh, seeing some of the old stomping grounds and um, really just kind of putting names to faces and or faces to names and um, uh, really, really getting acquainted with the, the, the whole community that um, I haven't been to in quite a while. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then drove from there to, to UBS and, just had an unbelievable time, you know, through my connection with the team, we were celebrating, obviously we were celebrating my, my father-in-law's birthday and I had gotten in touch with, um, the, the 
team's marketing department and they were able to um, hook me up with a jersey for my father-in-law. Um, and just the experience of being there was absolutely surreal. Yeah, I, I definitely want to jump into that experience because I just had one as well. Yeah. However, we need to talk Malort because <laughs> I oh, definitely yeah. Let's please never heard of it before. I'm like, why do you keep talking about this Malort, Malort, <laughs> Malort? And I'm like, what even is this? And then you're like, yeah, it's like historically terrible. Like everyone in Chicago just loves it because it's so bad. And I'm like, what an interesting marketing campaign. Like we're going to make liquor but it's going to be really bad and you're going to love it. Right. <laughs> it's a par- it's apparently some like really old recipe and I'm not I'm not even sure where it comes from. I don't know if it's Scandinavian or German or something, but it's uh it's really crazy bitter. It's been around forever and it's become the Chicago staple and I I don't know how it became like it became like a Chicago rite of passage. Um, it's, I, I, I personally like it. I think it's delicious. I think it's good in small quantities. I think it can be mixed. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy bitter. It's, it's somewhere between like, uh, like the bitterest grapefruit you've ever had and feet. <laughs> Once again, you're really selling this, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm convinced that people from Chicago don't really like it, but it's one of those things that you have to do to, like, prove your street cred here. So. <laughs> um, I, I don't uh, – I will have to bring some next time we if – I, if I can make it out there or, you know, I, I think at some point, like, I, I just have to become the Malort guy. And I'm going to bring some <laughs> wherever I go. But even going to um, uh, Jeff's meetups for Midwest in Milwaukee, like you go to a Milwaukee bar, it's not that far from Chicago. And, you know, it's like, oh, do you have Malort? Can we do shots of Malort? And they're like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, probably, it's probably the feet. They're probably like, yeah, these people yeah. are not, they don't want to take feet shots. <laughs> we'll, we'll save you the pain. I, I think it, I think it gets a little bit of a bad rap, but um, it's definitely, it's like the definition of an acquired taste. So it's worth it for the novelty. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I said, I do want to hear about your UBS story, but before we do that, I do want to share a quick word from our homies at Dynasty Hockey Co. Yeah, let's do it. Launched in 2020, Dynasty Hockey Co. captures the unique history, the colorful personalities, and the enduring excitement of the New York Islanders. Drawing on inspiration from the worlds of music, film, and art, and applying it to hockey culture, the apparel created by Dynasty Hockey Co. is uniquely its own. It was created exclusively for lifelong Islander fans by lifelong Islander fans. So head over to dynastyhockey.co and use promo code THPN for $3 off of any t-shirt. That's dynastyhockey.co using promo code THPN for $3 off any t-shirt. 
Cool. So, like I said, I recently had my first experience at UBS, and past couple of episodes, I was getting really, really hyped just hearing about everyone's experiences there. Yeah. And it really, it, and I feel like Jake from Isles Meetup San Diego describes it best. It is Disneyland for Islander fans. Like, mm-hmm. it is just unbelievable and when you are like are walking up to it and approaching it it doesn't feel as massive as it is like from the outside it kind of just seems very i guess it's beautiful like the brick and everything but it's a very standard kind of smaller looking arena Mm -hmm. however that entrance that main entrance that it feeds you into Mm -hmm. just takes your breath away and you're just looking around and it's so vast and open and you're like holy cow and it's bright where like the coliseum was just always like so gray and gloomy when you walked in (laughs) right it's the complete opposite and your eyes just are instantly like peeled open and then you you know you're you're just like where do i go like and and then like the msg broadcast Mm -hmm. booth is right there and it's just like i didn't even find my seats yet and i was just overly stimulated and um it just so happened to be that i was there for 90s night so like <laughs> within two minutes of me walking in the arena i just run into niles which is the old mascot from the fisherman days hey, like, oh yeah this trip is already just epic and then like santa was 10 feet down from there so i was like all right bring my daughter meet santa and it's not even been like 10 minutes yet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's like sensory overload. It's it's amazing. It is. And then oh. we were like, all right, let's go find like the tailgate wall because we never saw that in person. And we came around like the bend to then go to like the, the, the side that's, I guess, right above the goal. Mm-hmm. And it just hits you. And it's got this like radiant glow, like a kind of like a bluish radiant glow and you realize just how massive that banner is mm-hmm. it's unbelievable and it, it just took my breath away to and like made me just so proud to, to finally see that with my own eyes in person yeah and take a picture in front of it and then <laughs> finding my seats and <laughs> and seeing the sight lines from where i was sitting and just mm-hmm looking around and taking it all in, it was just unbelievable to to realize that this is like, not just our home for like this season. Like this is our home forever. Like it almost felt like this was like temporary when I was looking around, I was like, this is too nice. We're going to have to get out of here soon. Like they're not going to let us have nice things. Right. They don't let Islander fans have nice things. And, And I was like, no, we're having nice things. This is ours. And then, I think it was the first period intermission. I just had to use the restroom real quick. And normally that's a recipe for disaster at most sporting <laughs> events. Like you're going to get in a really long line and you're, you might miss the start of the next period. And especially at the Coliseum, like if you tried to use the restroom during the intermission, <laughs> like you, you might get there back by the third period. But yeah. Truthfully. And, yeah, and you might there get was... rained on. You might get rained on. <laughs> also true. <laughs> and there was literally no line. I, I walked right in and was out a minute later. 
and <clears throat> probably the nicest restroom I've ever used in my life. Like, <laughs> you would think it was a five star hotel. How nice <laughs> it was. Yeah. Right. And I it just yeah. blew me away. I, I was, I was so excited to go and I had heard how great it was. Um, and, and just, walking in like it yeah you're right it's just like you know this kind of nondescript brick building it looks you know it looks very nice but you don't you don't know what to expect when you get inside but there's just like i don't know there was this anticipation and the glow of like the big red ubs logo and like you just you kind of got the feeling that this was special and then you walk in and it's so hard to describe how amazing it like especially coming from the coliseum or from barclay center for those couple of years like like it, it was you 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 almost don't believe it like oh my gosh this is ours this is this is the teams like this was for us and it is so spectacularly beautiful and like the what like what hit me was the the white and the gold and the subway tile and the black and the way everything was set up. Um, it was just, it was so gorgeous. Um, and we, we were fortunate enough to have, um, is it dime club, the dime club seats. Um, and to go into that and to have that experience was un just unbelievable. And to see like the, the chairs, with the Islanders logo and like it very much just spoke to you that this is a hockey arena. It's hockey first and it's Islanders first. And it just, it felt like the whole, the whole team, the whole brand, the whole thing, the whole, everything that it meant to be an Islander or an Islanders fan was just elevated. And you're exactly right. The bathrooms were gorgeous. You didn't have to wait anywhere. And like, all and, and anywhere, yeah, I'm talking no, like to no. get beer, food, beer, f- anything. No, there is no line. No, you didn't and it was have a completely wait. sold out game that yeah. I went to. Oh, okay, and there was no yeah, right. Lines anywhere. The, so it's funny that you went to '90s night because when I was there, we went to '80s night, <laughs> which was which was a blast. The longest I waited in line was probably five minutes, and it was to get into uh, the Isles Lab store. Because my part of my Christmas present was um, my wife watched my two kids while I went with her dad, my father-in-law, to this epic sports weekend. And I said, I don't, I don't want any presents. I don't want anything at all. You don't have to get me anything. Just watch the kids and don't judge me for the amount of money I'm going to spend on Isles merch. <laughs> so, so and i and i have to say for anybody that i i just want to one of the parts of my experience there that i want to share that i thought was absolutely incredibly awesome was the isles lab store and going into it knowing like okay you know lots of people travel there and you know may only get to go once a season some people probably only go maybe once in their life you know you never know when's the last time you're going to go um, what I thought was absolutely awesome was, I mean, first of all, the Isles Lab has everything that you could think of in terms of any kind of merchandise, home jerseys, away jerseys, uh, reverse retro. But what I thought was unbelievably awesome, and I've never seen this anywhere else. I don't think the Hawks do this. I haven't seen it at any other stadiums. Like, 
obviously they have jerseys printed with some of the, you know, bigger players, you know, the Barzells, the Anders Lees, the Sorokins. Um, but what I loved was that if there was a player that you wanted um, that they didn't kind of mass produce, or, you know, maybe they came up from the AHL, maybe you're a big, I don't know, right now, Hudson bashing, right. Or, um, you know, somebody, somebody that just, just comes up and is making a name for himself or, um, what I, or if you wanted your own name on it, what I thought was absolutely cool that I've never seen it before is that you could buy the Jersey and you could tell the IELTS lab what name you wanted. Um, and they would make it for you and screen print it for you right there. And you could come pick it up after the, uh, between during the third period or after. And I thought that was awesome. And I got there and like, I was hell bent on, I'm going to get a Sorokin. I'm going to get a Sorokin uh, uh, reverse retro. And I saw everybody had Sorokin reverse retros and I got to the IELTS lab and uh, Sorokin was one that they were kind of mass printing. And I was going through the other ones they were mass printing and it was Barzell and Brock and, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, Pollock uh, Wallstrom and, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute, who are they not mass producing? And my absolute favorite player, Casey Sezikis, who I think is personifies Long Island hockey, they oh, weren't yeah. mass, mass producing. And I'm like, I already have two Sezikis jerseys, but in my head, it was like, I have to go out of my way and they will actually make me the jersey that I want. Um, which I thought was awesome. So I ended up instead of you know one of the mass produced ones, I got my boy. Oh yeah. Um, just because, just because, like there was a little bit added a, a, extra effort, but they would like the team would still do that. Like the the, the merchandising team would still do that for you. Um, and and I also got um, was able to get my mother. Uh, Christmas present. So my mom, who grew up on Long Island, went to Beth Page High School and um, grew up as an Islanders fan. Um, kind of the reason that I'm a fan. Um, my mom's father used to work for Avis Rent-A-Car. And Avis uh, had a luxury box at the Collie um, during the cup years and, you know, since the team started. And she used to she used to go and take dates there. And she got free tickets and uh, going to the box and uh, going to the, the Avis box and everything. So I'm like, I'm going to get my mom a, uh, a Christmas present. So she asked, uh, I got her a reverse retro and they were able to like make a custom reverse retro for her with her last name, Dempsey, and um, her birth year. And, and I just thought that was so neat. Like what other sports team does that? Um, like you can just get a custom made Jersey made for you while you're, you know, watching the game. Um, just, just blown away by UBS and everything that they did. The food was great. The lines were great. You know, the, 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 uh, dime club level was absolutely well worth it, you know? And, and I got to see Oliver Wallstrom beat the crap out of, uh, Tommy D'Angelo. It was great. <laughs> it was nice and on the cake. 
<laughs> exactly. A win, good fight. Uh, it was, I, 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 you know, I, I had a son. My son was born in May of last year. Um, aside from that, my trip to New York and going to UBS is probably the second best thing that I did last year. <laughs> Love that so, so much. It, it was amazing. And I really, you know, I, it, it filled me with just so much like hope and happiness for the team and, and where we're going. But I have to say, like, if anybody out there that's listening or is in the sphere of influence for the IELTS groups, like if you're thinking about going to UBS or it's something that you're, you know, kind of want to do or you're on the fence do it. It's unbelievable and absolutely well worth it. It was such a cool experience. Uh, I cannot wait to go back. For sure. And the only final thing I want to add is I wanted to get the, the full experience because my mom lives out on um, Eastern Long Island. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I, I hear that driving can sometimes take a little while especially to get out of some of the parking lots. So let's try taking the train. And I think the train was like a five o'clock train. <laughs> and I was inside the building and like checked in everything by 545, which is just unbelievable to think that I left Eastern Long Island, <laughs> took a train, had to get onto a shuttle and was still somehow <laughs> inside the building by 5:45. I was just like that's, that's awesome. Un unreal because for the Coliseum <laughs> you couldn't even do that because mm -hmm. when you're trying to get to the Coliseum at like a 7 for a 7 o'clock puck drop, you know, mm -hmm. that's Long Island rush hour that you're battling. Yeah. And you know, if there's an accident or if there's a drizzle, that <laughs> 20 minute what it should take. Yeah. Commute can be a two hour commute or an hour and a half, like depending on what's going on. And I just could not get over the fact that I was able to take mass transportation, mass transit mm -hmm. and get inside the arena in 45 minutes from Eastern Long Island. Um, the only negative thing so awesome. that I could possibly say is getting on the trains to go home was kind of like the Hunger Games, and <laughs> I was a little scared for my life. That and it was also that really epic cold, cold week. Oh, where, sure, where yeah. It was like in the teens, yeah. <laughs> so you're getting out of the game, and it's seven or eight degrees, and people aren't used to that. For like, you know, it's <laughs> it's bitter cold. It hurts to be out in that. Cold. Oh yeah, oh. and we waited for two shuttles. And missed both of them. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're never going to get on one of these shuttles back to the train station. And I look at my phone and I'm like, it's less than a half a mile walk to the train station. Like, we need to just walk. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we did. And I, that's kind of what you need to do. Like, if you're listening and you're taking the train, don't even try waiting for the shuttles. Just walk. It's really not a bad walk. Yeah. And we were able to get on the train that we wanted to and got home in like 30 minutes from UBS. And I, that was the only thing that's that amazing. was a little sketchy and that comes with it. You know, this is still a new 
train station that they're shuttling people to and they're working those kinks out. That's yeah. the only thing that was a little like, oh boy, they got to figure this out. <laughs> and it's not really necessarily like their issue. Like it's it's part of the yeah. the transit and whatnot, but it it uh and I mean like it's it's anytime you go to a sports game, it's you know there 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 are logistic issue issues. It's going to happen. Um, you know, I I compare it to like the best analogy I have is or comparison, not analogy, but comparisons like it's it's an absolute pain in the butt to get to soldier field even from downtown chicago or anywhere like yeah there's no train that goes there there's no anything there's yeah like you got to get there or drive and it's a pain in the butt um ubs was like all things considered um either you know driving and taking the, the the bus from the parking lot or walking to the arena we're walking from the, it, it's not that bad. Um, for the train station was no different than, you know, getting off of the red line here in Chicago and walking to the um, White Sox stadium, the cell, or uh, what is it called now? Um, guaranteed rate. Uh, it, it's way more convenient than it used to be. Um, they've just done such a good job with, the logistics and the transportation and getting really like the core of the fan base there. Uh, it's wonderful. It, they've, they've really paid attention and um, done a great job to help the fans, the fans get there. And let's be real. Like if it's a 65 degree day or a 70 degree <laughs> day, like this isn't even something I'm bringing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But it was like seven degrees. <laughs> and, and no one's thinking straight when it's seven degrees. Fair, fair enough. You know, we had my daughter who mm -hmm. has never experienced, you know, she's only two years old. So she's, mm -hmm. and we live in Charlotte, North Carolina. So like, she's never experienced cold weather like that <laughs> she was just like where where'd you take me why am i here like freaking out how cold it was so 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 i have to do i have to do the dad thing um my daughter is just just about three and a half and um so is, is your daughter into hockey is she she's gone to like three games already she's gone to all right yeah a, a bridgeport islanders game here in nice. charlotte She's been to obviously the the Raleigh games mm -hmm. with us, and then she went to the UBS game with us. So she's already been awesome. to three games. My my daughter is so like I said, she's just about three and a half. Um, she was obsessed for a little while with um, a YouTube video of all of the goal horns and goal songs for the NHL, and we used to watch the we used to watch the whole thing before her bedtime. Um, and she can now name every team, every color. She associates certain songs. But um, one of my favorite things is she knows the Islanders, but if she sees the Islanders logo, she doesn't just associate it with the team. She just associates it with hockey. She sees the Islanders logo and she's like, hockey, that's hockey. Um, <laughs> and she's, she's, obsessed with, uh, she's obsessed with Anders Lee. So like if I'm if I'm watching the game or highlights or something, she's like, "Who's playing?" And I'll say, "You tell me who's playing." She goes, "It's 
hockey, I'm like the New York Islanders, versus who's who they play. And she was like, the New Jersey Devils. Okay, great. And then and then she goes, there's Anders Lee. <laughs> and she goes, that's our captain. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so adorable. I, I love it. She's got a thing for his glutes and his, that, and his thighs. Be. She's a thighs, a thighs lady. <laughs> it's so it's so true, uh, oh, but it's it. so adorable and it's just such a it's such a cool experience to see her like you know take after it. And I'm sure you feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, just need someone to run Isles Meet Up Charlotte when I'm no longer able to do it and we're retired. See, see so exactly. Get 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 her, her get her in there early. Amen. <laughs> cool, man. Well. I definitely want to hear, you know, your upbringing as an Islander fan and kind of what got you hooked on the team and what you have planned for Isles Meetup Chicago. But before I do that, I do want to tell everyone about our sponsors, DraftKings. So hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Brian, you mentioned how your mom grew up on Long Island. Did you also grow up on Long Island? So I I did not quite. Um, my mom my mom's from Brooklyn. Her her parents are from Brooklyn, and then they moved out to. Um, Nassau County. Um, and then uh, my dad was actually from San Juan, Puerto Rico, and he was working at Manhattan Medical Center. My mother was working as an administrator uh, at the time, and they met and eventually got married and moved to uh, Yorktown Heights, just slightly upstate in Westchester County. Um, and I was born in Mount Vernon. Um, and grew up in just, you know, Westchester County, slightly upstate. Um, but traveling to, uh, we used to travel to Long Island and go back to see my mom's parents, uh, quite often. Um, and my mom's father, so my, my maternal grandfather, uh, his name was William Dempsey, but I called him Poppy, was a big sports fan. And when the Islanders came to, uh, when the Islanders organization started, um, he went like whole hog into it. He, he was a huge fan right from the get-go. And um, as I kind of got older and, and learned more about sports, uh, learned that he was a big fan and uh, that he worked for, he was a vice president for uh, Avis Rent-A-Car that had uh, uh, luxury box seats, uh, sponsored seats at the Collie. And my mom used to go to games there and they used to joke about how um, the, the Avis Rent-A-Car booth uh, or box was right by the Islanders uh, 
tunnel. So, you know, when they came out for period breaks uh, on TV, my grandparents could see my mom in the box with uh, whoever she, whichever date she took there. <laughs> uh, and um, that just kind of always stuck with me. And um, in 93, we moved from New York. My family moved from New York to Peoria, Illinois, uh, which is like three hours south of Chicago. It's the kind of middle of nowhere uh, town. And um, I was kind of going through high school and trying to, uh, I played football in high school and I was trying to, you know, like, like you do, um, you know, trying to find myself and what's my identity and what's my, you know, who am I? Um, and the thing that I clung to was my East Coast upbringing. And, and that's when I really started to get into sports. And um, it was always like, yeah, the, you know, my, my grandfather was an Islanders fan. My mom was an Islanders fan and I loved hockey. So like I became an Islanders fan and that was around the time where, um, like that was, that was around the time that we had, uh, uh, uh Pekka and, um, you know, it was during that, that epic seven game series against the Leafs, um, uh, where Pekka got hurt and, you know, we lost in seven games to Toronto and, um, the only other hockey fan I knew at the time was a Leafs fan. Um, and that just kind of cemented for me that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an Islanders fan. I'm a New York fan. Um, and uh, my, my, that kind of period in my high school years were really formative in terms of the sports allegiances I formed. So it was, it was, you know, the Islanders, it was the Jets and it was the Yankees. My uh, my dad's from San Juan, Puerto Rico, and he was from the same specific part of San Juan called Santorce that uh, Jorge Posada was from. And, you know, it was around the time, you know, watching the 96 World Series against the Braves and then later on the 99 World Series, uh, you know, and the, the, the Subway Series against the Mets. And then there was the, you know, the whole Cubs thing with the uh, Bartman and so that was kind of it was like formative years for me and um that really solidified me as a New York fan even though I didn't live there anymore um and I, I played football like I've never played hockey um at all like I played street hockey I was a goalie um I never I, I was playing football and eventually I played soccer actually in high school um but for whatever reason, the, the the whole New York thing stayed with me, and um, the Islanders just became not just a team that I loved, but part of my identity. Like being able to go back to you know trace trace my fandom back to the the origin and uh, you know the, the 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 great dynasty teams of the eighties. And um, I like to spin a I like to spin a yarn, and um, I'm Brian B R Y A N. And uh, for a little while, like I, I would, I would absolutely lie and just tell people I was named after Trottier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it just, after a while, it just became part of my identity and who I was, and um, loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, and um, they've just been my 
they've just been my favorite favorite sports team full stop for a long time just kind of the the this general development there and um so yeah so 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 here i am and i find myself in chicago now and after uh you know going to the game uh just recently and thinking that you know chicago absolutely could use a a meetup group and uh, you know didn't really know what was going on with the other one and then you know reached out to you and um was just excited to bring my passion and my my history and like uh you know if my family and all that into it um it was a really I, i'm just thrilled for the uh I, i'm kind of honored by the whole uh experience so love that and i i also you know, I, I grew up and I've said it a million times on this podcast, but I grew up across the street from Isles Meetup Philly and his dad was the announcer for the Islanders <laughs> in the oh, early 90s. That's cool. Yeah. So like that really got me hooked on the Islanders. But when I was in high school was also the same time as you. So we're probably about the same age. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you know, that 2001 season. Mm-hmm. It was really, really where it like the fandom turned to overdrive. Like I, I really became obsessed with the Islanders that year and never looked back. Like it never left after 2001. And it, it's just so funny when, you know, you talk to Islander fans and when they get hooked on the team, it's all different time periods. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have some older folks that run some of the aisles meetup groups and we just haven't had them on here, but not many of the leaders go back to the dynasty years. And mm-hmm. even though that might have been the most successful time for the franchise, that's not really where every Islander fan got hooked on the team. Isn't that and interesting? It really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's so cool to, to do this. And even though it's just like a, a, a small little niche, very specific show. We do kind of dive into the history of the team and, you know, it, it's just so cool. And uh, that's one of my highlights of getting to do this show. Um, one of the other things I just love hearing about is kind of the, the bars that you guys are selecting and um, kind of what people have on the horizon. So I know you haven't officially had a, a, a first meetup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you've, you found a location and I'd love to hear about it and what you have on the calendar. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally stoked to have our first meetup and, uh, it's currently scheduled for, uh, January 18th for the game against the Bruins. And, um, the way I, f- the way I found the bar that I partnered with is, um, they are also a New York Jets bar in Chicago, which I thought was kind of a rarity. So there is a bar on Clark Street, uh, uh, pretty close, like across the street, pretty close to Wrigley, where the Cubs play. And it's called the Country Club. And um, I, re- I would not have gone there except for the fact that it's also a Jets bar and it's the only Jets bar in Chicago. So um, I would go there to watch Jets games uh, on Sundays, on Thursday nights, on, you know, whenever they had, when the, whenever they had, you know, primetime Jets games and stuff. 
um, I would go there and I always had such a great time. And I always thought it was really neat that there was a place that Jets fans could go. You know, I never thought that I would see so many, you know, green and white jerseys and, and people there uh, supporting such a, you know, niche New York team. So when um, I was fortunate enough to take over the Chicago group, the first thing I thought was, there's a lot of crossover, you know, there's a lot of the Venn diagram of Jets fans and, and uh, oh, yeah. Islanders fans is pretty big. So the first, that, that was the first place I thought. So I um, got in touch with them through Twitter and ended up being able to talk to their owner and said, Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm now the head of this Islanders group. I, I think this would be a good opportunity because there's a lot of, you know, uh, there's a lot of overlap between the two fan bases and um, they could not have been more enthusiastic and interested. And they were like, we would love to partner with you. We would love to become an Islanders bar as well. Um, We're, we're here for it. What can we do? How can we help? Um, So it was a natural, it was really just a a natural partnership. Um, So you know, we, 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 we worked out TV schedules and we worked out, you know, what programs they had or, you know, uh, what they could show. And they were like, if you have, if you have flags, if you have merch, if you have anything, um, we'll promote it. We'll promote it on our website, our social media. Uh, so it was a really awesome, easy and natural, uh, partnership. So I'm super stoked for the first meeting. Um, I got so we have the the Islanders flag, uh, the Islanders Chicago flag in the official colors, and we have the flag from. And I got this one. Is it, is it, it. backwards? It, I don't know. It's backwards. There we go. We get the point. <laughs> there we go. Um, and they were thrilled. They were like, you know, yeah, we'll 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 post flags we'll put it on our website we will uh promote it as much as we can and uh, i think it's going to be a really great partnership um and i i don't know and it's chicago and i can't think of uh i think can't think of a better partner than like an established jets bar um oh yeah to be you know my first my first group and i'm sure Jets fans are ready to leave the football season behind and <laughs> oh, focus all oh of their boy. attention on hockey. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I- I'm looking forward to that. And I've um, I've actually been in contact or touch with a um, another establishment that is a suburban uh, a staple. It's a, a well known. Uh, place out in Palatine, which is about 15 minutes from where I live. And um, I was, uh, I stopped there for lunch and actually ran into somebody uh, there that was talking about doing screen printing. And I uh, started chatting with him about uh, potentially screen printing merch for the group. And um, he used to be an employee of the bar and ended up talking to the bartender and the beverage director and a manager and um, they were really interested in potentially being a, a, a suburban uh, suburban HQ for the group as well. Um, so there's a lot of interest, um, and I'm just I'm just super excited about it. So I, I can't wait. I know I have a lot of people 
uh, eager and excited to come out to the first meetup. And uh, I think it's going to be a big success. Uh, yeah. And I, I, and I have, uh, you, you actually inspired me. I've got, you know, to anybody that's listening, got some uh, patches made up. I'm going to be giving these out and some other, some other fun, fun stuff. Um, but I think, you know, like we said at the beginning of the show, I think Chicago is ripe for um, this kind of group. I think there's going to be a really good core uh, and I'm super stoked. And unfortunately the Islanders have already played their one and only game in Chicago. So you can't really <laughs> set anything up for actually going to a game, but you know, this is the year to really just build that foundation and, Absolutely. Get, get the core of the group established and then, you know, get some some Islander fans sitting together in Chicago, which would be oh, yeah. so awesome. Now, next season, I'm planning on having a nice uh, a nice section of Islanders fans and being well represented uh, at the UC. It's, I think it's going to be great. Love that. Well, as <laughs> some of you probably can hear, Sounds like my daughter is ready to <laughs> go to bed. And that's when I must, you know, put my Islanders hat aside and put my daddy hat on and go help out. But Brian, man, it was a blast sitting and chatting with you and hearing about your trip to UBS and why you're an Islander fan and just so excited. I, I think Chicago's going to take off and you're going to have a blast with it, man. Likewise, thank you very much for having me. It was great to chat with you. Uh, really looking forward to the future of the franchise uh, and, and the, the future of the group here. I think it's going to be wonderful. And I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm honored and, and blessed and super stoked to be part of the group and the family. And let's go Islanders. Amen, brother. Well, <laughs> I will let you go. And as always, like you said, Let's go Islanders. All right. Peace. Take care.